Welcome to the Confidence and Communication Podcast. I'm your life coach, Jessica Dumas. I'm a professional speaker and coach who empowers women everywhere to use their voice to take up space and change the world. My goal is to help you speak with clarity and confidence while giving you practical guidance and tools by sharing real life experiences of overcoming. So turn up the volume and grab a pen. You're gonna wanna write this down. Jessica Dumas Coaching and Training and the Confidence and Communication Podcast is overflowing with appreciation to our first podcast sponsor, The Johnston Group, Inc. The Johnston Group provides employee benefits to more than 30,000 businesses across Canada. Thank you so much for supporting my vision and investing in the podcast. Please accept my extreme gratitude, which will help get the message of self-love, healing, and growth out to a greater audience. Hey, welcome to the Confidence and Communication Podcast. I'm excited about May. Happy May. Oh my goodness, I have so many things this month and um, I don't even know how I have so many things this month. So lots of like family stuff and I don't do a lot of like updates on my family, but here are a couple of things, okay? <laughs> my three sons that I raised on my own are 25, 19, and 16. And my oldest son is currently in Brazil. He wanted to go. These are the questions that everyone is asking when I say that is, what is he doing there? Who is he with? (laughs) He went by himself. He saved up. He just wanted to go and live in a different place. Um, He wanted to go somewhere warm because that's where he believes that he belongs he just wanted to be in a different space to allow himself to grow. And I'm so proud of him for making that investment in himself. I was in his bedroom the other day and I was thinking, like I was looking around at everything and just smiling because I know he's not going to come back as the same person. I know he's, these types of experiences are going to change the core of who you are and being in a place. I never even told him all of this. But being in a place where you get to be so free, it's like you get to start over. You get to show up with the confidence that you want to when you are in that same environment. You kind of, you get comfortable in who you are. And so that's how you show up as. And when you're like a brand new clean slate, he's having the time of his life. And my youngest son and him have like a similar voice. And so outside my office sometimes I'll hear his brothers talking and for a small second I think it's Ethan and then I'm like oh yeah my son is in Brazil so he's there he's having the time of his life my second son James he is leaving to do a summer project in Ontario so I'm driving him out to where he'll be staying in Ontario for like tentatively like eight weeks So it's just going to be me and my son Rylan at home. Rylan's 16. Rylan is currently into boxing and jujitsu or MMA. So it's really like changing up what it's like at home. So that's a little, a little bit about what's going on at home with me. I'm super excited. I'm excited for my boys. I'm proud of my boys. When I had small boys and it was so hard, life was so hard and very stressful. I remember telling myself, I'm going to make it through this. And these three young boys 
are going to grow up and they're going to be healthy and strong. And one day I'm going to be standing and I'm going to have these three strong men behind me, supporting me. We made it. And that was a vision that got me to where I am as a parent and how I managed as a single parent. But I never thought about them leaving home. (laughs) So that's something else. That's something else. Um, So in addition to that happening this month or recently, I'm speaking with an entrepreneur program. We're going to be talking about authority in your field. I'm speaking at Sparks Women's Leadership Conference in Fort John, BC on May 17th. I am hosting my own speaking up workshop or confident speaking workshop May 24th in Winnipeg. I'm speaking to a women's employment program on May 25th. The organization is called AMIC. I'm speaking with CBC Indigenous Voices on May 30th. And then on May 31st, I'm speaking at an event called Speaking for Impact in Winnipeg. So that's my May. Super exciting. Today or this month is like my speaking month for sure. I don't think I... I go up to five events in a month. So I'm not even overwhelmed. Are you (laughs) excited? I'm really excited. So what I wanted to talk about today is I wanted to talk about the confidence in owning your story or the confidence in owning your talk, the confidence in owning your voice. So whatever the hell this episode is going to be called, I don't know. (laughs) But I started thinking about three problems that I'm going to be solving with my speaking up workshop, May 24th in Winnipeg. But overall, my coaching, what is the problems that I'm solving? And what are you going to walk away with at this event or doing coaching with me as a speaker? And these are a couple of the things that I came up with. There's so many. And there's so many reasons why I want to help you speak up with confidence I only have a couple to share with you today. So let's just jump into it. Or sorry, I'm not even going to go through all three of them, but I'm going to tell you what the first couple are. And then I'm going to talk about the third one that I'm going to share with you today. So some of the problems that we're going to solve is women come to me because they have opportunities to speak. And often they're showing up and they are sharing their story. So people are saying, oh, you have a great story. I'd love for you to come and talk to this audience. And they come and they share their great story. And so they do have some speaking experience, but they don't really know how to turn their stories into lessons just yet. And if you want to be called back, if you want to be able to put a price tag on your talk, if you want to be able to structure yourself and come across as um, a professional speaker who's making money doing this, then you need to turn your stories into lessons. And so that's one of the things that I can help you do. That's what we're going to do at the workshop. Another thing that I want to share at the workshop is people who have that same bit of experience have had opportunities to speak to groups. They'll often say things like, I feel like I'm wasting their time. Or I feel like I don't know that anyone's getting anything from my talk. And I want to know that they're actually listening, but I don't know what to do in that area. And so again, May 24th, this is one of the things that we're going to talk about is how, how do you just decide and use techniques to be more engaging? How do you show enthusiasm for your story? How do you allow yourself to be in the comfort of just being enthusiastic but using engagement techniques. And if you've heard me talk live, or if you've heard me talk in person, 
then you'll know that these are things that I really had to work at it as well. People will say things to me like, you're so natural at it. You're natural on stage. You're natural with engaging people. But I didn't start out this way. And that's one thing that I like to remind people is when I started, I was really shy. I was so scared of being judged. I was so scared of going on stage. All of these fears that I just finished talking about sharing my story, but not knowing that they're actually getting anything from my story. I didn't know how to use analogies. I didn't have a talk that was meaty. I didn't know how to turn lessons into or turn stories into lessons. And I didn't know how to be engaging. I had to practice. I had to play with things. I had to do the research and then do the work. So that's why these are so important for anyone who comes to me for coaching and comes to my workshop. So, but what I want to talk to you today is I want to talk to you about how the third thing is that people still don't feel confident enough to claim their talk. So maybe you are sharing your story. Maybe you are sharing a presentation, a lesson on something. Maybe you're sharing something that you just do not feel completely confident enough to sell or to promote or to talk about on social media. That's what this message today is going to be about. So to start off, I want to tell you that you are entitled to an opinion. You are entitled to your experience. You are entitled to use your voice. You are entitled to share your story. And the problem is that we're brought up in a generation and a society that fostered the thoughts and the beliefs that told us to just be nice. Don't disrupt. Don't, don't challenge. Don't rock the boat, right? Just smile and make sure you're liked. Do what you're asked to do, right? Just go with the flow. That's what we're taught. We don't want to be disruptive. We, if you got disruptive, then you were sent to the office. You were annoying. You were loud. Like there was such a divide, such a contrast between the message of who we should be, which was very much dictated by our society and the generation that raised us and who we naturally and authentically are. There's such a huge divide. And I wanted to, I'm going to talk about this on my Instagram today, but do you remember the video by Cynthia Nixon called Be a Lady? I'll read you some of the poem. And this is exactly the messages that were brought up. So no wonder we all feel so fucked up when it comes to our confidence. So I'm just going to read a little bit. I don't know how much I'll get through it, but it's Cynthia Nixon, Be a Lady, they said. The script is Be a Lady, they said. Your skirt is too short. Your shirt is too low. Don't show so much skin. Cover up. Leave something to the imagination. Don't be a temptress. Men can't control themselves. Men have needs. Look sexy. Look hot. Don't be so provocative. You're asking for it. Wear black. Wear heels. You're too dressed up. You're too dressed down. You look like you're letting yourself go. Be a lady, they said. Don't be fat. Don't be too thin. Eat up. Slim down. Stop eating so much. Order a salad. Don't eat carbs. Like, holy fuck, this is fucking stressing me out. Any of that sound familiar? Um, Maybe the voice in your head, because I know that's the voice in my head. Like, Rachel, shut the fuck up. But holy shit, like no wonder confidence is so confusing. No wonder confidence is so contrasting because we're literally brought up in a society that 
and this is the women in our lives. This is the, the men in our lives. This is the media. This is the movies. This is the music. This is all of the shit that is ingrained in our head. And so, yeah, confidence is going to be like a maze. And so here are a couple of things. There's lots of work that goes into this. I've been doing this work, this inner work, this self-confidence work for like 10 years, and I'm still fucking working at it. Trust me. There are different areas and in different relationships where I still need to give myself some more compassion and love and confidence, and I'm still working at it. But when it comes to speaking and coaching you and speaking, I'm fucking confident and I can, I can help you do this. And we're all doing this together. And that's the thing that I think when it comes to my coaching that I want people to know is I am still working at this every single day. I do not wake up thinking that I can rule the world. But after I do my inner work, whoa, bitch, back the fuck up because (laughs) Jessica Fox is here. But you know what? She had to fucking work at it to get there. So just wanted to say that here are a couple things that you could do. So the first thing well, I don't know if it's the first thing. We're all at a different piece of the puzzle that we're looking for. But this is something that was really important for me is I stopped looking for approval outside myself. So I stopped looking to my mom for approval. I stopped looking for my friends for their approval. I stopped looking at my boss or social media. I stopped looking outside of myself for approval. And I started to look at myself and decide what I wanted to approve for myself. What did I want to approve for myself? How can I give myself approval? I want to wear that. Okay. I like it. I'm going to wear it. I want to say that. I want to believe that. I want to say that out loud. Okay. I give myself permission. So stop looking outside of yourself for approval. And another thing that I stopped doing was I stopped living for others. I stopped living for others when I stopped working for others. That was, I mean, that was some of it. But like, I don't believe that we are brought up to work for others and well me anyway I mean to each their own but I am definitely not built to work for someone else I am one of those people and I believe that we all have a different passion a different mission a different purpose but I was not meant to work for someone else I was meant to discover this dream that I couldn't even fucking describe. I couldn't see it. No one else could really see it. Even if they could, I needed to see it for myself. And I needed to live for myself. So stop living for others and live for yourself. So I'm going to ask you some questions. Some of them will be conversational. But I really encourage you to write these down because I have five for sure that I want you to write down. But here are the first to sort of kickstart the conversation is what does a confident woman mean to you? So if there's a confident woman, and first of all, you know, reflect on yourself, am I a confident woman? And yes or no, you know, gauge, what does that feel like? But this is where I want you to challenge yourself is if you don't feel like you are a confident woman, and you can even use this leader, are you a leader? And what does a leader mean? That's, you know, another kind of question to sort of put you in that field of having that conversation with yourself. Because if you don't feel like I'm confident or I don't feel like a leader. Why is that? A leader doesn't need to have a following. A leader just needs to be on their own path. And that's, that's what confidence is. So what does a confident woman mean to you? To me, I would say a confident woman is someone who wears what she wants. 
does what she wants with her body. So if she wants to look hot and sexy, if she's confident, she can do that. If she, if she is that type of person that wants to, you know, cover up and like work out well, take care of her body, whatever, if that's confidence to her and she does that and she shows up like that unapologetically, that's confidence. I don't think it means anything else about what you look like as long as you define that for yourself. So what makes you feel like you? One of the things that I really struggle with, and in a voice note to a friend today, I shared that I have dress trauma because I want to wear dresses all the time. Not when it's cold, but I can't wait to wear dresses and I'm wearing one right now. But I have dress trauma. When I was a kid, I heard things about a woman wearing a dress as a slut. And so I was afraid to wear dresses. And so that's something that I still struggle with. But I'm like much more confident now to even talk about it. But self-awareness was really important because I needed to know why. And I had to do that inner work. Why am I afraid to wear dresses? So what makes you feel like you? And that could mean a whole lot of things. How do you want to dress? What are the things that you actually want to say out loud? And then again, what makes you feel good? Whatever makes you feel like you, connect that with what makes me feel good. And and that's your path. That's your path to authenticity, which I'm going to talk about in a second. And some more questions. Why do I think I can't do something? If there's something that, oh, confident people do that, and I don't think I can do that because I'm not confident enough. Why do you think you can't do that? So write that down. These are questions to challenge yourself. The next question is, what is the worst thing that can happen? Honestly, and the the reason for this question is to myth bust. What's the worst that can happen? When it comes to showing up on stage or raising your hand at the boardroom table, what's the worst that can happen if your response is something like people might laugh at me? The purpose of this exercise is to get those words out. Like if we don't ask that question, then sometimes that that answer just keeps lingering even and we can't really comprehend what it is. But when we ask the question and pull out the answer, then we can actually look at, which is the next question, is, is that actually true? Is that actually true? Are people actually going to laugh at you? Probably not. And if, if they do, like, is that actually the worst thing in the world? You know, maybe, maybe you're funny. Maybe you want them to laugh. I don't know. Next question. What's the best thing that can happen? What is the best possible thing that can happen? What if I speak on stage or I say what I want to say at a board meeting and people actually agree? What's the best thing? What if they actually agree? That could be the best thing. What if I actually get the the sale that I'm looking for? What if I actually get the gig that I'm looking for? What if I actually get it? What's the best thing that can happen? And then number five is what do I actually want to do? So after going through these questions, what do I want to do now? What do I want to do? So here is what confidence doesn't feel like. If you are, and there's a thing that I believe about fake it till you make it. I believe that faking it until you make it is okay. As long as you understand that you're faking the, for example, confidence internally and not externally. So you're not lying about You're not faking that I have this qualification or I have this experience or I I am this person, right? That's, that's faking that is 
external. But internally, if you're faking confidence, that's, you know what, this is probably something that I want to talk about a little bit more, is that you can actually fake confidence. It's because what you're doing is you're practicing it. When you're faking it, you're just practicing it. So if it's internally and you're just faking it, that's okay. Here's where it's not okay is if it feels tacky. If it feels like tacky to the point where it's like yucky, like, ugh, I don't like that. I don't feel good. And if it's so unnatural that it's not you. So again, there might be a little bit of a thin line where you have to play with it. You have to allow yourself to be a little bit uncomfortable because if it's not you, it's not going to build your confidence. But if it's something that, yes, I aspire to be this confident, I aspire to do this thing. And there's even just for a little bit, it feels natural, even though it's scary. But it feels exciting, even though it's uncomfortable, right? You have to find that balance. If it's something that's going to make you feel good and fresh and a little bit uncomfortable, but also safe and excited, then do it again. And so the last thing that I want to share in this message is what is authenticity? Because I believe like we hear that word authenticity. I want to be authentic. What does that mean? And what are we actually striving for? And this is how I would describe it. And I invite you to tell me what you think about authenticity, but the entire message, send me a DM on Instagram. I'd love it if you would screenshot, share this on Instagram, tag me and talk about what you thought of this podcast. But I believe that authenticity is alignment. It's when your feelings, your actions, and your thoughts are all matching. It's when you are saying what you really want to say, even if it feels scary. Because sometimes when we're starting something new, it can feel scary. But at the same time, we know we want it. And that's that's where you start to leverage your faith. Because at first it might be scary, but you keep doing it and it gets easier. Authenticity is when you dress how you want to dress and it doesn't matter if someone doesn't like it. You listen to your intuition. You listen to yourself. You listen to how you feel and you start aligning your feelings, your actions, and your thoughts. I recently got a hand tattoo and there was a little bit of hesitation with, you know, the thought of what hand tattoos meant. Because when I was a kid, it was trashy. When I was growing up, it was just like, ooh, like, first of all, tattoos were not cool. Right now, I have a whole arm full. I, in the last two years, I've got like seven tattoos. And honestly, I could have had tattoos a long time ago. I wanted them. At the time, it really wasn't a priority to me. But there was a part of me, there was an old version of me who thought it wasn't professional. There was an old part of me that thought that if I wanted to be taken seriously, that I couldn't have tattoos. And I've come to the place in my life of being authentic with myself that I don't give a shit what anybody thinks about my level of professionalism, whether I say fuck too much or I have tattoos. This is who I am. And I love who I am. That's what I want for you. And that's, of course, tattoos and and beer was another thing I was going to talk about. I talked about in one of my other podcasts of I used to be so scared and shy to drink beer. And I actually really like beer. There are specific beers that I like. And I love being a beer drinker. And I used to be so ashamed of that because it was, you know, people on the street that drank beer. It was alcoholics that were all around me when I was a kid that 
you know, did bad things. They were the kind of people who drank beer, not me, not the person that I wanted to be. So over the last few years, I've, you know, come to different realizations for myself of how I wanted to be authentically me. And even though those are, you know, two examples that have nothing to do with speaking, it has to do with authenticity. And it has to do with owning who you are and loving who you are and owning what it is that you want to say, speaking up for what you think needs to be said, speaking up for something that you needed to hear because someone else out there needs to hear it. And I 100%, 1000% believe that if you have a message that's burning inside, there's an audience out there waiting to hear it. Challenge me, challenge me on it. Clients come to me because they they either have a brand new passion or they want to leverage their passion in a new way. They're making a change or creating a new focus in their business, or they just want speaking to be a part of their business where they can make some cash. They have opportunities to speak in front of audiences and they just want to know how do I make money doing this. And Doing that, that shift, that requires you to step up. It requires you to show up bigger. And it really requires you to get clear on your message. And the creation of something new, putting it out there can be scary. And especially if you're an entrepreneur and if you're doing something brand new by yourself, then maybe you can use the support of a coach. So um, also there's an application link in the bio or the, the, the bio, the notes of this podcast. So have you considered coaching? If you haven't considered, or if you have considered, obviously check out that application link in my bio and book a session with me so we can talk about how to make this happen for you, how to help you feel confident in your talk, how to claim your own story, how to own the stage, how to turn stories into lessons, all of the stuff that I've talked about. Let's create your speaker identity and just blow the shit out that place. Okay. Thanks so much for being here. Thanks for listening. I love you. And I will be back next week. Talk to you soon. Thanks so much for being here and listening to the podcast. Miigwech, Ecosse, merci. I want to take every opportunity that I can to tell you that you are worthy. And if something in this message resonated with you, please leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts. And send a link to your sister, your best friends, and your cousins, because if there was something in this message that resonated, then they might want to hear about it too. If maybe taking a screenshot is your thing, share it on your Instagram story, and don't forget to take me at jesskadumas.ca.